Yeah, I mean, I I hope it's good to go because I just poured the tea and oh, I want that that sound effect to make it in. Oh, man, <laughs> you can always pour more tea. Mm, no, there's none left in the pot. Oh, yeah, that'll prevent that. Ooh, hunch pig topics. <laughs> is that is that what it's come to? Like now we, I yeah, we've run out of. We've run out of interesting things to talk about, and yeah. so now we need a Trello board to it's dictate. Too much, there's too much interest. <laughs> uh, so why don't you tell me about this, um, what you just did, that reduced the echo. Like, oh. I could hear all the whole room, like all the ghosts and everything. Interesting. Okay, yeah, I think it was just a sensitivity difference because the... So what I had enabled was the compressor settings. Um from the last podcast so basically the the effects to make it sound bigger and better and louder wait so our podcast wasn't bigger better and louder no it was after i added effects to it yeah so we've lied (laughs) again uh have we so we're actually like quiet and composed right right right, and bad yeah and you've added a, like a, I don't know, like an Instagram filter. Yeah. To our voices. Yes. Yes. Instagram filter. Maybe we, maybe we shouldn't talk about this. Um, just in case. Okay. Other people have the same idea. Ooh. And become just as successful. Just as successful. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be exactly as successful as the Hunchpig podcast. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, whew. the potential we have is really extraordinary. <laughs> that's I that's mean, a really nice way of saying we're not not good. It's outside. But... It's outside of ordinary. It's extra <laughs> is that right? That. Yeah, I think that's a good adjective to use for us for this podcast. What's a good adjective to use? Extraordinary. E- extraordinary. Yeah. Wait, that doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't sound good at all. But that's what the word is. Extraordinary. Well. Right? Right. That's weird. Extraordinary. It's extremely ordinary. Well, it's so ordinary. No, it's, it's like ordinary plus a little bit. Oh, okay. It's plus ex- it's more... extra on top <clears throat> of ordinary. It's like you have an mm. ordinary sandwich and then yeah, you add something extra. A little extra. But it's the same like stuff. Oh, it's different stuff. Okay. Yeah, if you had an ordinary oh. bologna sandwich, you wouldn't just get extra bologna. Like you need, need something else. Oh, right. I see. I don't know. Unless it is just double the amount of ordinary. Oh, man. That is extra. British language, man. I I would think of extra as not required. Hmm. Okay. Like, you need this much for... This is the, like... Adequate. Yeah. Okay. So and then... Yeah. Past anything, adequate. Anything on top of that is... Extraordinary. Yeah. Is gluttony. Okay. Do you hear a cat? I think Atticus is going to make a debut. Is that? Can he? Can he open doors? He is kind of like a velociraptor. I mean, like he he comes very close to opening doors. He is terrifying, <laughs> um, because he hides in yeah. places near your yeah. ankles and then tries yes. to. Have you noticed this? <laughs> I have noticed him trying to cut my Achilles tendon. He does. Like he'll yes he. It's like you ever played Metal Gear Solid. Right. That's what it feels like. He's just a little like, 
Oh, what? And we're the, we're yeah. the guards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who he'll he'll have... just, like, go through the doorway, but then, like, sneak around the corner. And then, like, oh, yeah, they're gonna, like, he knows we're going to come and walk through. And then just attacks. Yeah. Ankles. He's... It's all, like, guerrilla tactics. I... I don't know how to say this in a nice way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why do you have him? Um, well, um, we like him. Really? We like him. Uh, we like him. Katie got him a while ago. And, you know, then I came along and uh, I liked him good enough. Well enough to tolerate him. I take an allergy pill every morning. Generic Claritin. From Costco. It's like a penny a pill, and I've decided I mean, that's that's exactly how much you know I'll pay to to deal with it. I mean, it's not really the allergies that I think is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, fair enough. He, yeah, I've not heard him purr. <laughs> I've <laughs> I've heard him hiss. He hisses. He doesn't like. Um, Anything else? Anyone else? He seems to like Katie. He likes her the most. He does like her the most. Of all the things he doesn't like. Yeah. Yeah. She's... He likes her extraordinarily. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, He lives here. We give him food. And... I don't know. There's times when I think he might like me. He might like me. Yeah. And then he'll bite my ankles. <laughs> and then, and then It's just mixed signals. All you'll day. realize how wrong you are. Yeah. He doesn't hiss here when it's just Katie and I. Uh, which I mean, is good. Yeah. Uh, when I was new uh, on the scene and I was like, oh, who is this? Who is a strange man in our house? You know, in Atticus's little cat brain. He's like, right. Who is this intruder? Uh, the, <laughs> there was this moment where we were watching a movie. Katie and I, and laying down, and Atticus came up. He's like, I'm like, oh my god, Atticus is gonna come up and like actually be near me. Like, I don't know how yeah. this is gonna go. So he started crawling, and he landed right on my chest, just like laid right there. I was like, oh boy, and he's looking at, literally, he's looking at me right in the eyes, and then he started making this guttural, like, savage, <laughs> like. Yeah, moan, just like, like not purring, not purring. Like he's I'm not purring. And Katie's like, oh, this is the sound he makes when he's uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, my, my eyes go wide. And he literally, he took his, his right paw up in the air, like, like a cobra, just like holding it there. And then he punched me in the face <laughs> with his cat, with his cat paw oh, and geez. then scurried away. He's like, all right, I made my, you know. <laughs> and that's how you knew. That's how I knew. That you'd that have was... this cat forever. <laughs> that you, you basically. That's how I knew. You. Yeah. Surrendered yourself right there. Yeah. That was the I was I was emasculated at that point. And, <laughs> so that, uh... That's when he realized that you were no longer a threat. Right, right. He's yep. like, well, I can punch him in the face. Yeah. Whenever I want. Yep. I guess he's okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 He's our he's our cat. He's, he's our cat. <laughs> That's who he is. 
Okay. Uh, we have a problem with this mm-hmm. podcast that we need to talk about. Okay. Um, so I thought we would be clever and all techie and Aww. label our episodes by starting with zero because that is the, the custom in right. programming languages to yeah. zero yeah. index things. Right. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is episode zero. That's sort of like the prologue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I really, <laughs> we released our first episode, episode zero. Right. And I was happy with it. And I submitted it to iTunes. iTunes got back to me a day or two later. Podcast is in iTunes. I'm like, oh, yes. Go to iTunes. And it's, it, iTunes has its own numbering scheme. So it says one. Zero. Oh, yeah. So we've already done 10 episodes. Oh, yeah. Or is it binary? Is it two? Wait. Fo- no, yeah, two. <laughs> I think about that. Um, so we have a few options as right. I see it. Okay. One, we can... Um, we can... This is only a problem with iTunes. Go the stubborn approach... As far as I know, this is only a, a problem with iTunes. Right. Um, there may be other directories that so list I... them. So we can either go, we can go the stubborn route and say, okay. no, we started with zero. This is what we're going to do. We're going to, we're just going to always be off from iTunes. We're going to go zero, one, two, three, four. Right. Off, the, off the, off the grid from iTunes. Or we can never have an episode one. We can skip one go directly to two. So they start lining up at episode two. Oh. So why do they need to line up? I suppose I'm confused about that. Like if we, let's say this episode we release is episode one. Yeah. Then on iTunes, doesn't it just come up like, okay, this is the second one. It's episode one. On iTunes, it, it numbers them. It has its own numbering. Right. And yeah. there's an R number in the title. Yeah. So I don't think I see the problem. Oh, wow. Our brains are different. This is... I mean... There's a lot of problems. What? The numbers are going to be off that, forever. <laughs> that's okay. Oh, man. Why? Okay, so I guess that's our... Is that our, our third? No. Yeah, no. That's, that's the original option. What? <laughs> Why would you not just keep numbering it <sighs> the way it is? Um, uh, it's not like iTunes is going to explode. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we is can't. That... Maybe we should just not do this podcast. <laughs> Start I, over. Really? Is this the thing? I'll get that's a new. I'll get a new you? URL. We can re- get a new name. Um, oh. So I feel like it's a lose lose situation because there's different people that will be annoyed from either solution, right? If we if we do the, go the stubborn approach and we say no, we're just going to continue. Right. Zero one two three. That'll annoy a certain subset of people. I mean, only right? people who use iTunes. True. Or people like me who just know about it and it just bothers me because it's there. You I can't believe it bothers you. Yeah. It bothers I'm me. learning so much. Yeah, you are. And then there's the other lose situation. <laughs> okay. Which is we go directly to two. We skip one. Right. And then there's our entire listener bit, loyal listener base, is forever confused and worried about where did episode one go. Except all they would need to do is listen to episode two uh but that's on episode one where's episode one but it episode two would explain 
Because we're explaining now. Oh, they're going to hear this. R- right. Um, what if they never play this episode because they're looking for Why episode would... one and this is episode two? <laughs> huh? So, huh? do you think that's something that's like a barrier to entry? People will look and be like, well, if I can't have yeah. episode one, yeah. there's no point listening to the I mean, we, we look like we're completely insane. Like, oh, they're just going to skip I, skip three? I agree. Four, like, I agree. I think we should just stick with <laughs> zero, one, two, three. Zero, one, two, three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That way you could also count, you could, you could always calculate our episode number in terms of the iTunes episode numbers. Right. It's a pure function. Both. Both. The iTunes numbers. Both numbering systems are equally valid. Hmm. Okay. And it's not confusing because our numbers are in the title. Yeah. So for on iTunes, it's just going to say like, okay, first list item, episode zero. Right. Uh, hunch pig of Big Ben. Yeah. Uh, list item number two, episode one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ginger strikes back. <laughs> wow. I don't know. All right. Is this C's fault? Is this the, the, the C programming language's fault? Why would it... Why C? Like, why do we have zero-based indexing at all? It's it's because it's because of memory management, right? You don't have to multiply. If you have a pointer, you have an array, and uh, the array starts at the first memory address. So zero is that, and then the offset goes from there. So if you started at one, the multiplication gets off. And it, but is that really why we have? It just seems like a dumb reason. Why does the multiplication come off? Um. Oh boy, it's been a while. So in C, uh, when you have an array, um, the it's a pointer, right? So okay. it points to the first element. Yes. Um, and so that point, when you're calculating the memory address for each element in the array, right? you have to offset that by however many bytes um, each element takes up. Yep. Makes so sense. the first pointer is, you multiply that by... By, wait, not multiply. You add zero to that. <laughs> zero uh, times how many ever many okay, bytes, right, right. right? So the, because that's the first one, right? So you don't need to offset at all. So then the second one, you add whatever the offset you add, is. Yeah, one gets you two. times however many bytes. Okay. So I mean, that seems like that doesn't seem stupid. It it doesn't at the time, but now we're stuck with this. Everything you have to know: Are you zero based or are you one based? Well, there's a lot of programming, not, I mean, I don't know how many, but there's plenty of programming languages <laughs> that have one yeah, based things. At, at least three. There's, there's, yeah, <laughs> there's an extraordinary amount right. of languages. And now iTunes is one based. We've chosen zero based. So we'll, we have this, this problem. Right. So yeah, it's, it's, it's one of these, yeah, it's one of these like, oh, the technical limitations of the day cause mm-hmm. this weird problem that we just always will deal with forever and that's kind of sad <laughs> you know yeah just to make the math easier for pointer arithmetic for c it's like i think we should call it episode one call which one episode one this one this one yeah okay yeah 
let's do it. And then I'll I'll send a letter to iTunes so that they can also also change to zero based. Right. I've noticed. Uh, so that'll be perfect. Uh, actually, I want to bring this up because I've noticed a another interesting thing about doing a podcast, mm-hmm. which is when we have these conversations around how the podcast uh, appears to yeah. the world. Yeah. Uh, the people who are listening already know the conclusion we get to. <laughs> so. In the oh, fir- yeah, yeah, yeah. In episode zero, we <laughs> spoke about yeah. what we were going to name the podcast. Yeah. And uh, w- one of our co-workers was saying to me, like, I already know what you're going to call it. <laughs> but for some reason in my head, I was like, oh, please don't pick the other one. Right. Yeah, yeah. That is interesting. He was like, please don't call it the podcast about nothing. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, wait, I already know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> it's like time travel. Uh, yeah yeah it's interesting so like <laughs> so when we talk meta about the current yeah right which episode number it's going to be right uh, either people will like quickly whip out their phones to see what conclusion yeah, we, yeah. and then skip like oh, okay we got five minutes <laughs> five minutes of them discussing something i already know the answer to uh, well um so how's your week been anything uh hmm. It's been good. We've talked Notable. a lot more than we ever have before. Yeah, that was. <laughs> so we were like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna not talk. We're gonna stop talking outside of the podcast, so we don't run out of material." Right. At episode one. <laughs> um, and then since we said that, we've been talking way more than we ever have. Right. <laughs> per week, I would say per week, this is the most we've talked. Ever. In a week. Not counting the pod, like the first recording. The zeroth recording of the podcast. Well, even counting that, that was like mm-hmm. like an hour and a half or something. Right. Two hours mm-hmm. of us actually talking to each other. Yep. <laughs> we've, yeah. Oh, man. And I can't remember anything we've spoken about. <laughs> That's, is that entire, good? So we can just keep... It could be. Do you yeah. remember anything we've... Um, not particularly so I think that's good yeah um so we talked about britain last week yes who's british who's not british uh um i decided that irish people were british because they live on oh and this this one of the british isles this spawned another conversation about can uh about can, americans yeah right so who is an American? Right. I think it, mm-hmm. it it went even deeper than that. Because if you're from West Virginia, <laughs> can right. you say you're Virginian? Virginian. Sure. But that's and not I, where you're I, from. I used, I, well, I used the, the counterexample, which is, you know, if you're, if you're from West Germany, when that was a thing, are you German? Right. And you are. Right. Uh. But that's no longer a thing. Yeah. And then we talked <laughs> so at about... So the... at the time, <laughs> did they say they were West German? Uh, at which time? When West Germany was a thing. Um, I mean, it still is a thing. But right. not as big a thing. <laughs> You're saying Germany has shrunk. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Did they say they were West German? I wasn't there. 
I don't. I wasn't either. So they probably said I'm from West Germany. I am German. No, I think they definitely <laughs> agree they, with me. Probably, yeah, yeah. Whatever you think. Yep. Because you're European, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. That's um, fine. Yeah. Because I. So I yeah. Country. I don't, I don't know. I feel like. I mean, this is this is our mo as a as a country, but it seems a little self centered to be the only country in the North and South American countries that get that considers their citizens American. Right. Right? Isn't that a little off? I suppose it's but it's also the biggest country. Like what if what if uh what if Germany said, "Hey, we're European. Europeans. This is you live in Germany, so we're going to call you European." French people you're not European. You're French. I mean, I think they'd be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's wrong, right? No. It's so wrong. Is it? It feels wrong. I don't think it is. Hmm. What about Asian? Asian. That's like a general term for anyone who's in the Asias. Mm-hmm. Right. So what if, what if... Why can't we have... What if China just said... Why isn't everyone American? We're owning asia we're owning asian i mean they are trying to do that so (laughs) fair enough yeah uh yeah huh makes you think uh kind of makes you think unfortunately i guess it's our name that's the problem because it's the united states of america that's oh i thought i thought you meant hunchback (laughs) (laughs) that's the problem (laughs) uh yeah that's a different problem um yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is that is that is part of it, I guess. We are the United States of America. Right. Germany is not the United States of Europe. Right. Okay. Well, if Amerigo Vespucci was still around, we could have him on Hunchpig and just ask him, "What do you think?" Like, I feel like he, mm. you know, he's the guy. But it'd be awkward to have him on at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. I also don't think he'd really care. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know. The, Spe- uh, the world's greatest power is named after you, and they name their citizens after you. Like, that's that's something to care about. Right. I would care about that. But I don't think he'd care. Like, who... who hey, Ian, who gets to call themselves Ianians? I'd be like, oh, I'm interested. <laughs> I have opinions it. on this. <laughs> Do you? What are your opinions? If a, if a large group of people want to call themselves Ianans, Ianans, yeah, yeah, um, then are you right? Are you going to no, say no? No, I'm going to say yes, please. Yeah, yes, you all can. I'm not going to say no. Build a wall at Mexico <laughs> because you're not Ianans. That's you know that's the difference. Yeah. Yes, everyone who wants to be considered Ianans. Can be in That's my point, is you should be able to... Be an American. Oh, boy. Maybe that's not my point. (laughs) Um, But if you're in the Americas, you should at least be able to call yourself an American. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, so what would you rename the country that we're in? Um, United? Maybe United... So maybe we keep the same name, United States of America. What mm-hmm. would you call 
Americans in this new world order that you set up, where everyone is mm. an American. Statesman? <laughs> That's a good um, question. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, statesmen. Us? Just us? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or do you just take your, your state identity at that point? Pennsylvanian, so there's, Massachusetts. And... There's a downside to that, which is that yeah. you no longer have that sort of, oh, my fellow Americans, the states. The united, the whole united part. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And states are likely to want to do their own thing and not have a federal mm. government and, mm-hmm. you know, doing good things for the many. Right. That's true. I think there is a psychological yeah. thing there. It's a big problem. I'm surprised we haven't heard about this on the campaign trail yet. It's a big issue. No? No? I, I haven't, honestly, I, I haven't been listening to any of it, so. Yeah. <laughs> I tune in every once in a while, but it's still early, I guess. Yeah? When, it, could be, wait, it could be an issue. Isn't this the year? 2016? It's the year. It's, it's the year. We've got plenty of year left. But when, when does it happen? The vote, uh, The voting? In November. Oh, wow. Yeah, we do have most of the year. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay, so we're going to do zero-based... Numbers. Glad we got that out the way. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Um, I could talk about the technical architecture of the of the podcast. Oh, is I that did, interesting? I did want to talk about um, or the lack of technical architecture, general relativity, and um, being able to describe the universe in a single <clears throat> equation. And if that's possible, does that mean that you have free will? Whoa, let's back up here. So so I was listening to a podcast uh-huh. called The Infinite Mon- Monkey Cage. Okay. Named after the infinite monkey theorem? Sure. Which is the theorem that um, given infinite time, uh, a monkey will, and a given a oh. typewriter, any monkey will eventually type the complete works of Shakespeare. Okay. I don't think that's Bible. what it's named after. Okay. I think it's a metaphor for our expanding knowledge. Okay. Like every time we seem to get out of one cage, we discover there's another one. Mm. Infinite cages. Okay. Right. Got it. Um, Related to that, uh, there's also an interesting sort of measure of how much we know we don't know. Mm. Um, A a good example is uh, when we first discovered uh, microbiology, like um, cells and things. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of answered a few questions, right? But generated hundreds more. Mm, yep. Like, oh god, there's this whole other world we know nothing about, and yeah, yeah, this kind of thing. And so we have this sort of um, expanding region of knowledge mm-hmm. that we've gained, but then the region of ignorance that we know about, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sort of is exponentially expanding. Yeah. Which is fun. It's a, it's an interesting, I mean, yeah, scientists, I feel like, enjoy that feeling, right? right? Enjoy that feeling that there's more out there that they know they don't know about. Right. Right. And it's like... Um, it's um, kind of frustrating in a way, though, too, because it's like, ah. Right. If, if you're someone who's like, I just want to know the truth, and it just keeps, the ball keeps moving, right? Right. Further and further away. But, yeah, I think it's exciting. Yeah, that feeling. 
Um, anyway, where was I going with this? So if you have an equation that describes everything, mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, you can perfectly model um, a person, you can determine the decisions they will make. Well, how do we go to perfectly modeling a person? Well, if you can perfectly model... Um, Oh, okay. All, the physical of, all of the atoms that right. it, a person is made up of. Right. Keep building on top of that. And, and like the all cells the, and Yeah. And all yep. the all the decisions we make are based mm-hmm. on prior experience. And so if you can right. model that, you can basically determine. Assuming it's all based in the physical realm. Yeah. Yep. You can get to the next the next step and right. predict and big assumptions. Yep. Um but these are assumptions that um uh, fields of research have made. To mm-hmm. see how far they can push forward, yep. um, assuming that these things are true. Um, at least the question of, is there any free will? Mm-hmm. Or is everything predetermined? Mm. Um, Interesting. Sort of one of, the, one of the big reasons for this is uh, the whole space-time thing. Like if space and time is something that can equally be traveled, like time can equally be traveled in either direction, mm-hmm. it means that everything must be predetermined. Ooh, interesting. Yep. Because it has it has to... In, on, or, in order to assum- be able to travel, yeah, back. On the assumption that you have a consistent universe. Okay. Which it seems like a safe assumption to make. Maybe it's not. Consistent in what way? In that if you go back in time, you can't change anything. Okay. Because you were supposed to go back in time to set up i've seen some movies that are not consistent with right that idea right but the idea okay. is that if time travel were possible it would need to be self-consistent okay uh interesting so that's the whole thing where yeah if we could travel back um <laughs> oh man this is such a mind bender right if you could travel back no. you can't change anything but uh, the way things are now might be the way they are because, because you did go back. Exactly. And, oh but, man, okay. Yep. So, um, in all likelihood, it's not possible to travel back in time. Okay. Is um, the general thinking today. Okay. Um, but it still brings up this question of, like, do you have any free will? Mm-hmm. Now, on this podcast... So, so, just to be clear here, so... The question of do you have free will might be able to be answered by comparing someone's behavior compared to how the science would predict that they would behave, for example. Is that kind of my... So like the, these right. equations that, that make up that we can use to try and predict things about a person right. and their thoughts and their willpower and whatever. Right. Um if there's a mismatch there between what a perfect scientific model makes compared and to what they actually do, if that mismatch is there, then that might mean that we do have free will. Right. That's the idea. Um, or huh. it's a really good indication that we don't know everything. Right. It doesn't actually prove that we have free will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's either, either the model is still right. off. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Um, so if we do, so the only thing that proves something is if we can perfectly predict if we have a model right and it always seems to work for predicting how a human behaves or whatever you makes decisions or whatever right if it does always fit then we can maybe say okay maybe we've got this and we don't have free will right 
Okay. But it, but it's kind of like if you're, if your tests, <laughs> if your tests are passing for your code, then that doesn't really mean anything. But if they fail, then it means right. something. Yeah. You know, exactly. It's kind of that idea. Um, huh. But one of the things they said, um, during this podcast is cause I had a couple of guests on mm-hmm. and one of them was a, um, I don't know, it was an archdeacon or a bishop of the Church of England. Um, And he gave a very Church of England answer to whether we have free will. Mm -hmm. And the physicist gave a very scientific answer to Mm -hmm. whether we have free will. So the um, Church of England response was, we probably have free will, but not a lot. Oh, okay. It was like... (laughs) Not a lot. Yes. Like, yep. I kind of like the idea of us not having free will, but maybe that's bad. And yeah, so we probably have a little bit. Interesting. Like very non-committal. Hmm. Um, so which I kind of like. The sorry, the physicist mm-hmm. said um, she didn't care. Okay. About the question or the answer. <laughs> okay. Like it's uninteresting whether we have free will or not because it doesn't change anything that she will do for the rest of her life in her yeah in her job in her or yeah Hmm. it is totally uninteresting whether to her is it only on only uninteresting because it feels like we do have free will like does it just have to feel like we have free will and that's good enough well does it matter does it matter if, like, we, if we have free will or not? Um, is is that important? I think it would matter if it felt like I didn't. <laughs> if it if, if we it didn't, like yeah, if we didn't have okay. free will, and and I knew that, I would not feel good about life. <laughs> I wouldn't feel as good about life as I do. Right. I was just like, okay, I'm on this track, going around uh, this predetermined thing. I mean, what if you find out that is true? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Does that make your life any less fulfilled? I mean, you've presumably enjoyed most things up to now. I think it would. Yeah. Huh. Right? I mean, that's isn't that the highest form of not being in control, right? Like, we don't... Humans don't like any form of feeling out of control, right? From, <laughs> uh, yeah, from your co-host eating Twiglets uh, and making you laugh to, yeah, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, we like to be in control. Like, I, I'm going to eat this Twiglet right now. It has a Marmite dusting on it mm. because I want to, I think. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I dropped it. That I did not plan that. That was But wow. was it planned? Ooh. Okay. Alright. Maybe we just proved Maybe. something here. So yeah. I, I wanted that twiglet. I really did. But but the physical world <laughs> was against that as being what should happen. Mm. So I tried to change my my path. 
and now there's a twiglet on the floor (laughs) that maybe our cat will eat i don't know so you disagree with that you would be completely fine with the idea that um or you would you would feel the same as you do now knowing that you had no free will so i i'd been working on the assumption that that was true Mm -hmm. okay for i don't know a couple of years Mm -hmm. i guess yeah um that it's okay yeah okay so you're already there right and you're like eh. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting. So there's, who was it? I think John Calvin, the Calvinist hmm. theologian. Um, he was Calvinist because his name was Calvin. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't say that correctly, but sort of like uh, the, the Americas. <laughs> yeah. That was one of his big ideas. Think I think was, was predeterminism applied to, christianity and what that means Hmm. um it's been a while since i've you know studied that but um has interesting implications and and it bothers me that maybe that's maybe this is wrong but it seems like from a religious standpoint it's like oh yeah everyone we've already mapped this out like Mm -hmm. you're going to heaven you're going to hell boom like that's that's how it is right like that seems problematic from a theology morality standpoint right because if everything's predetermined then what's the point of telling people they shouldn't sin right yeah Um, but the argument is that like it's predetermined that you will do that thing (laughs) tell people not to sin and that will cause them not to sin but it's been (sighs) predetermined yeah 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 and so, like, at the end of the day, does it really matter? Mm-hmm. Like, if, oh, the fu- if the future is knowable, does that make the future less valuable? Less, you know, important. <laughs> that's interesting. I mean, that's the whole question of if you, if you, people would defy that, right? Like, if, if there was complete 100% scientific proof that, Everything was predetermined. Um, would people still try to fight that? I mean, probably. <laughs> I mean, if everything's predetermined, then yeah, we'll know. <laughs> okay, maybe there's not, huh? Like this is the thing. It's like, does it does it really matter? I guess not. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> the only thing that's interesting to think about is if it wasn't actually the case that everything was predetermined, but everyone was told that. Uh, right? That's, the, I think, the interesting case. Right. Was that if we thought we had 100% proof that that was the case, we told everyone, and the active people knowing that, they would change their behavior from knowing that. Right. Right. Which would, in that case, actually change the future. Mm. <laughs> it, it, you know, given that predeterminism is not a thing. Right. <sighs> hmm. I'm exhausted. 
Oh man, it's kind of a paradox because if you had the if you had the modeling where you could check, mm-hmm. like I have three choices. Taking this choice leads me to this feature. Taking this one to this feature, and this one to that feature. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. The fact that you have that modeling has to be taken into account mm. in the right. predetermining. Right. So you need to model your future self having the ability to model all possible futures. What <laughs> sounds what's like recursion. Out- yeah. What's the outcome of that? <laughs> Taking away the twiglets. Yes. Why did I do that? To make me uncomfortable. <laughs> that was only secondary. The primary reason was because I'm gonna pull some tea. I didn't think through the editing implications of, of eating Twiglets, of chewing, basically pretzels um, into oh, microphones. That was a nice pour. That was a nice pour. Speaking of noises, <sighs> yeah, um, we spoke about noises in our zeroth episode. Okay, and one of the things that led from that discussion was talking about decorations in this room. Yeah. I've noticed that you have decided to decorate this room with empty boxes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's a kind of a, um, mid 19th century Bauhaus minimalist. Right. Um, I mean, postmodern. Wouldn't minimalist be no boxes? Yeah, I mean that's why it's Bauhaus minimalist. Bauhaus. What does Bauhaus mean? It's uh, it's a West German um, <laughs> movement you... from the twentieth century. <laughs> so that's what I'm going for, right? Um, I think it's close. It's probably a fire hazard as I'm looking at it now. Yeah, this is um, a box full of junk under the table. Next to the space heater. <laughs> the space heater. Oh man. Yeah. There I... were no chairs in here when I entered. <laughs> you've done you've done the opposite uh-huh. of what you said you would do. Right. Like it seems I've done nothing. You <laughs> no, that's not the opposite. Oh. <laughs> you've actively made an effort to make mm. it look like you're less unpacked. Man, I feel like you just typed like an unless else. <laughs> Okay, say that again. Okay, you've actively made an effort to make it look like you haven't... Haven't, yeah. Moved in. Moved in, right. Yeah, it's kind of the new digital nomad thing I'm going for. Right. Where I'm, I exist right. digitally um, through this podcast, so how does, I'm a nomad. <laughs> how does putting more in here yeah. well, convey that? Because it looks like I just either just moved in here or I'm about to just pack up and go on the uh, information superhighway. That will be embarrassing if I turn up next week. Yeah. And you've left. Well, no, I mean, I mean this we... is a digital podcast, so you like, I'll still be, you know, available digitally to record with you. Right. Um, but we're physically here well, with, yeah, with right microphones. And, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I can't record without all of this stuff. Oh. Yeah, see, that's a problem. You always need that physical, you know, entry point. Only so many things can be digital. You always need that physical entry point. You always need side effects. You first heard it here. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we could we could do we could hang stuff up live on the podcast. That might be interesting. That could be cool. Yeah. People listening to us. This this is the sound of hammering. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is the sound of. Is that going to be a recurring? We've already heard the sound recurring of pouring bit. tea and right. eating twiglets. I think that's enough for an episode. Rain. Yeah, that was last episode. That... Last episode we had real rain and um, simulated rain. <laughs> Today we just have wind. Surprised that winter really hasn't hit yet, like the snow. Yeah. I'm okay with it. We have some snow. Yeah. Um, this is now a weather podcast. <laughs> we have been asked. So I've been asked multiple times this week. Right. Uh, what our podcast is about. Ah. Yeah. Um, That's a difficult. Are you. It's probably too early. I think. Are we going to ruin it by trying to find our way and, and our, our uh, mission statement? Should we. Should we just say, hey, we like to talk. We do like to talk. <laughs> well, I just had this thing, I have this worry that if we choose a topic. Then we've pigeonholed ourselves. Then we, yeah, then like. Is that a phrase over here? Pigeonholed. Yeah. Uh, I think we would call it um, pigeonholed. Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't know where that comes from. Ah, Ian guesses the anat the oh boy, the etymology etymology of a word. Okay, pigeonholed. Here we go. And I've got to look it up while you're guessing. Oh, you're, oh, that's not fun. Okay, uh, pigeonholed. So pigeonholed means that you are um, uh, constraining something to something very small. So you think of it as a pigeonhole because. Uh, a pigeon can make its body very small and go through a hole that is much smaller than like a like a ship in a bottle situation and they're constraining themselves to that very small hole so they can get to the other side (laughs) of whatever that hole is in why is there a hole are they do they need like a woodpecker friend to make the hole? Like how does a pigeon, do pigeons make holes or do they just have to find holes? Pigeonholed. So a literal pigeonhole yeah. is like a hole for a pigeon. Who makes these holes? <laughs> we do. They're like shelves. Do you have to hire a pigeonholer? N- no. Um, but they're also used for storing uh, just paper okay. and things. It's just a shelf. Wait, where does the pigeon come in? Uh, so this is not explaining. So there is a what shelf that has been oh sectioned out they're into like nice little. That's strange. There's they're like rectangular, right? Cubbies is what I would call these pigeon holes. That's a pigeon hole. I don't think so. What? That is exactly what a the... pigeon hole should be categorically round. First of all, why? Because not, that's not exactly what around. I pictured. <laughs> it was a round pigeonhole. And, and yeah. So originally, literal hole for pigeons. Mm-hmm. Later, similar compartments for papers. This is a horrible metaphor. Like, the pigeon. Uh, uh, no, there was like a hole yeah. for pigeons. Yeah, yeah. And they like, that's where they stayed. No, they didn't. In the pigeonhole. This is, this is the problem with this analogy is that pigeons can fly. 
They're not stuck right, they, in those holes. No, they can leave. Right. I mean, but this if is, we if we chose a topic, we couldn't abandon that topic. We is this your house? Hold. Yeah. I mean, we can leave your house, but it's still your house. Right, but the house is not a metaphor for being stuck with something. That's oh, the difference. I see. If you're pigeonholed, you're constrained. But you that, but typically that pigeon will always go back to that hole. Hmm. The same way you will always to record the podcast. Go back to your house once a week. Right. About a certain topic. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that like each hole. Sense. Yeah. has its own topic okay and the pigeons can only talk about that one topic oh okay that's a better metaphor right that makes more sense now but you think they would have picked an animal that just can't leave you know or like a turtle yeah yeah maybe yeah and then and then the whole it would be like a bucket like a turtle bucket so but then and we... the bucket is really slippery you know so the, the, the turtle will try to climb up and just keep falling back down like turtle oh bucket. man we totally turtle bucketed ourselves on this <laughs> podcast we can't even we, can't, we only have one thing we can talk about because we're we turtle bucketed well i mean i think the pigeons need to go out and find you know do research on the topic oh i mean if they're stuck in the pigeonhole then right they can't even talk about the one topic that they've been pigeonholed to right okay unless it's like retirement where they've spent their whole lives with these uh getting these experiences and all these all this knowledge and they're like you know what i'm gonna pigeonhole myself i've had a long <laughs> long, long full life it's time to pigeonhole <laughs> and there's a set number of pigeonholes it's like a retirement community you have to like put your name in early and like get a well, spot yeah you know look for a you find out what topics are open and yeah yeah what you have some expertise on well also looking for pigeons that are on their way out and you know um, yeah ready to i mean you could end up waiting a while and just die i don't know the pigeon the pigeon uh lifespan or wingspan really any sort of span <laughs> any span associated with a pigeon i uh i'm not aware of hmm i feel like i could more accurately estimate their wingspan than their lifespan i could be way off on lifespan yeah, like... yeah yeah <laughs> i translate the, that translates really well to the podcast <laughs> Uh, he put his hands up. It's <laughs> like so, this big. Signifying, uh, yeah. yeah. Somewhere around here. I think that's right. Yeah. But yeah, I could say like... So does everyone else. Oh, lifespan of a pigeon is, is three years. And it could be three weeks. I like it might three be three weeks. weeks. It could be 300 years. Like a tortoise. Like who, who am I to, to know? <laughs> like I don't keep track of which pigeon is which. <laughs> Oh, man. I know this has just given me the etymology of the word pigeon. I don't care about that. Hmm. Okay. Gonna stop that. So, we went from pigs to pigeons. <laughs> that might be our episode <laughs> title. Um, hmm. Were there any other topics that you... Uh, I've been hearing a lot about virtual reality lately. And... Oh. Oh, did you see that? The You've seen the 360 YouTube stuff. 360 youtube stuff no so xbox you, 360 came out no so you can like okay. you can download the youtube app on your phone mm -hmm. and just search 360 video okay and there's a bunch of videos that use your accelerometer oh so you move so, the, you move your phone around and you're panning across the scene right and so there's a music oh. video that's like all around you okay and that's that seems a lot more exciting than the um virtual reality 
headsets. Yeah. Because well, they so the, make me feel sick. Okay. I still haven't used one. Um, but the, so what, the Oculus, the new Oculus, Oculus came out? Rift and things, yeah. Um, which is $600, which I feel like it's such a, a niche price point, right? Like it's not an impulse buy for Christmas. It's not like right. a, like that's a big, like I love VR. I like, I want to get the first thing. I mean, they also have this unfortunate thing where they're setting the price. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to compare it to. Right. Right. So, but from what I've heard, it's also the only thing the only game in town as far as like not making people sick is the Oculus. Like, right. Yeah. They're the best at that apparently, but, but now, now if another one comes out and it's like $500, mm-hmm. people are going to be like, Oh, that, that's pretty reasonable. Oh yeah. Everything's real. Yeah. I see because saying. they have something to compare it to. Yep. Yep. Hmm. Whereas they're like, it's this much and everyone's sort of like, I mean, yeah. Compared to a watch. That seems like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Compared to a laptop, it's less. Yeah. How do I feel about this? Uh, that's like, yeah. I think the most, the most interesting thing that I've heard so far about VR is the the, um, the effects that it can have on empathy. So, um, that's the whole idea, right? Is like VR is giving you this perspective, this virtual world, this virtual reality, right? what it stands for um (laughs) but (laughs) which is cool like there's obviously there's like the gaming implications of that are neat and like Mm. that but like i think the most interesting things to me are um like put yourself in the shoes of this other person that whose perspective that you could not have imagined before right so or at least not in a way that that feels that real yeah um and i wonder like I think that's the most hopeful, like optimistic view of VR is like that it can bring the world together because we can all have a shared experience about what it means to be in Africa, like starving or I don't know. Like, I think the problem is that we have a lot of media that allows us to do that already. Like you can read a lot of books or watch a lot of documentaries to try and give you a perspective on the way other people live but we're not particularly interested in that (laughs) um i imagine most people are going to get vr things and i don't know want to be in the middle of a twerking studio (laughs) a what studio twerking a twerking studio yeah what happens there do you are you presume are they recording is twerking and they're being recorded like a recording studio or or is it like a yoga studio where they're just like practicing twerking yeah and to perfect their form i mean or is it both it can be whatever you want it to be because it's <laughs> virtual reality and okay. people are going to be more likely to uh want to do those sorts of things <laughs> <laughs> i wow. think then find out what it's like to live in the middle east huh they're gonna more they're gonna more likely want to twerk or to be a twerky a twerker or a twerky are they other adjectives that you can think of I, I can know. pick from? No, I don't. Anyway, yeah, they, I, you're yes. probably you're probably right. Uh, sad, I mean, sadly, yeah, there uh, is this this missing element of like people have to care. Yeah, <laughs> and oh. generally, people don't. They, like people are gonna people are excited about oh, it's gonna be great because I can be in the middle of a football pitch. 
<laughs> while a game is going on. Yeah. That's what people want. Um, they don't want to... Quick question. What's a football pitch? Oh, is that not what you call... Uh, I don't know what that is. Do you call it a a football field? Football pitch? What? Yeah, the football pitch. Football pitch is a synonym for football field. Yeah. Wow. The pitch. That's not even... Like wow. a rugby pitch or a... Okay, my guess was going to be that that was like... Like trying to sell you, like just dragon a, stem. A, a throw. Like, be... No, no, like like throwing a throwing a football is a pitch, like in baseball. Oh, right, right. Interesting pitch. Okay, yeah. I mean, people are going to want stupid Learn. things. They're yeah, not, they're not going to want to. Right. So I guess uh, for the people who care more about um, people in other situations, <laughs> right? For those people, um, this technology could still be more effective right if they're already open to that as a thing that they want to explore right right it could be more emotionally but, impacting and yeah i and can see that give you but also for those people they are probably seeking that stuff out already yep yep but it could be you know it could tip the scale it could could be like well you know i'm interested and i i try to read a little bit about what's happening whatever in the world but right. It would be really um, cool if I was just there. Yeah, right. right. And that pushes me over to maybe to do something, you know. Right. Um, beyond downloading their experiences. Beyond, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> beyond buying this thing from the app store. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> we'll see. I mean, it could also lead to, instead of anyone seeing um, people helping mm -hmm. anymore, they're just going to see these, like, 3D VR <laughs> 360 degree cameras hovering about <laughs> oh god like oh, that's oh, sad want... too we... oh that's the most sad that's actually the saddest outcome right like we want to oh, no we want everyone who's privileged to know right. what it's like to be here oh and then the privileged people are really you know the other side of this coin is like well they <laughs> yay i can see like i can feel better about myself because i right. took some time out of my week <laughs> right. to feel some tiny inkling of what it might feel like to be this other person but like for like that's the that's the selfish version right where it's like oh that's my therapy like i do that right for me you yeah. know um which is always a problem i think with with charity and with um those sorts of things just like i struggle with that idea of like who am i doing this for like am i is this mm. for me is this for then maybe it doesn't matter like the mm. the uh the physics professor lady might say well it doesn't matter it's kind of like predeterminism like well you're helping yeah, yeah. or it you're not really matter like, how you feel about it right or why you're doing it right um i think that's true yeah but like i don't know is vr gonna help hmm. i feel I like there's going to just be a lot of other things yeah that people are more likely to look at mm -hmm. than probably other people well also i mean it takes it takes money and effort and ambition to make these like who's going to make these virtual reality right empathy games right is there a market yeah. for that like it's not it's not I even mean, a question of like are people going to watch it but like right is there going to be the impetus to even create this kind of stuff yeah i i think there is because there's a there's a bunch of video games that are like based around this mm -hmm. like um there's one that's just come out called uh that dragon cancer okay 
and it's literally just going through what it's like to mm. experience, I presume, a family member suffering from cancer. Wow. Um, hmm. That's interesting. And that, that's I'll like try, a... I'll have to try one of these games. It sounds... Right. Who I don't know. Like, you got to be in a certain mood for it, yeah. right? Like, so it's were... not like, oh, should I play Candy Crush or should I play <laughs> the cancer game? Like, who you have to be ready to be like, okay, like, in the mind set to be right. affected and be, you know, emotional and whatever. Right. Open to that. Yeah. But have you tried any of these or no? So there's a couple of other experience games. Um, like, there's... Uh, far more lighthearted one called the stanley powerable okay um which is about which is a game about playing games but also about being like a office working drone and so you uh all that happens is that you can move around basically and you start sitting at your desk yeah and there's a narrator Mm -hmm. and it's he's saying like um Stanley was, um, you know, feeling bored and so decided to stand up and leave the office. And then you have a choice. Okay. Yeah. Do I stand up and leave the office? Huh. Yeah. And there's sort of this interesting... So, wait, the question there is, like, do I act on my feelings or not? Is that right. the idea? Or, like, like, do I just follow this narrator? Mm-hmm. And the narrator will, like, if you do not follow his instructions, he'll try and keep leading you back. Hmm. Like, so he'll say... Um, you know, uh, Stanley came to a fork in the path and decided to take the left path. Yeah. It's like, but then, you know, when you take the right path, he's like, but <laughs> then actually he realized he needed to <laughs> do this thing. That's kind of fun. Yeah. That kind of goes with our predeterminism topic as well. Right. Like, and it has like, is um, this narrator fate, you know, is this like, right. And it has I'm a supposed to do or what I want to do or what I right should do. Yeah. And it has a bunch of different endings. Hmm. It's, That's cool. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> Sounds fun. There's another exploring one called Gone Home. Okay. Which is about a... Uh, you play a girl coming back from college and no one's home. Hmm. Um, and you sort of build out a story from props in the house. Yep. Uh, basically, your family has moved while you were at college. <laughs> That's awkward. Um, so you're going home to where they are, uh-huh. but no one's home and you have to work out what's what's going on. Hmm. More of a mystery kind of angle to it. It's sort of, yeah. And you don't know if it's if it's going to be sinister if, or if everything's just... It's very open-ended to start. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and that, that tells a amazing story. There was a, a recent Radiolab. You listen to Radio, Radiolab at all? Yeah. There was a recent Radio... I think it was Radiolab on this game um that i think he was his family from colorado Mm. um and the father was a software developer and they found out their son their young like infant son had cancer and he created this he got like obsessed with this idea of creating this game to kind of express how it felt to like feel helpless and like not being able to do what he wanted to do to help his son. Right. Um, it's a great episode. And they did go forward with the game. Um, I'm it, curious in checking it out, but it's supposed to be like very like. That could be the yeah. game I mentioned. Okay, maybe it is. That Dragon Cancer. Yeah. 
Um, um, do you remember what the guy was called? No. Okay. <laughs> but do um, you think do you think if you had VR goggles mm-hmm. and you were there in the radio lab, Ooh. that would have helped? Maybe. Yeah, it would have. It would have. Yeah. Well, first of all. <laughs> I don't think like so the way I listen to podcasts in general is not it's usually not the main act well it's never it's never the main activity right it's while doing, you're driving right? or something exactly or doing chores or just whatever walking yep. around that dragon um, cancer by David Osset and Malika something yep. I can't pronounce yeah so I think I I'm actually that's a really good point that VR um I think you can generalize that now is that no one just watches TV or right. just is on their iPad yeah. anymore or, you know, does a single thing. Right. It's almost always multitasking. Yeah. And I, I've tried to, recently I've tried to, like, fight that urge okay, a little bit um, because I think it's kind of dangerous. Yeah. Um, so recently I've been getting into music again. And that's my one of my favorite things about that is that, like, you can get in this zone where you're just like, this is what I'm doing. Like right. you, you can't really effectively uh, practice piano and watch TV or like do something right. else. So it kind of locks you into that. Um, I wonder if VR will have a similar effect where it's like, you're not going to have, hopefully you're not going to have VR goggles on and like drive, you know, drive to uh, yeah. mom and dad's house. Like, well, until we get self-driving cars. Well, oh, that's true. You will. Right. But yeah. Yeah. But the idea I, is still that you're focusing, like you have to have, you know, focus on what's happening because that's the whole point. Yeah. Um, I, I think s- that'll have some interesting implications. I to, spoke to, to one of our listeners mm-hmm. and he told me that he listens to podcasts while coding. Wow. And I said, <laughs> okay. Um, was there I anything? I've, I think I've done that a couple times. Well, the interesting thing was I said, oh, what did you really like about yeah. our podcast? And he goes, oh, I don't really remember most of it. <laughs> like, well, there's... Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Complete, like, background noise. Yeah. Basically. It's just, it's an alternative to having a white noise generator just... Right. Or, like, a coffee shop, you know, yeah. MP3 that's like, oh, it feels like I'm somewhere. Huh. Yeah, I've, I've done that a couple times. Um, I guess, like, working from home, I'll have... A Bluetooth speaker on sometimes that's just mm. playing a podcast or something that I don't really, that I'm oh, not super attentive to, to. I want to listen to that stuff. Yeah. That's the thing. Yep. Um, I don't have any, I don't listen to very many podcasts. Okay. So yeah, I have a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's part of it too, is that like, I'm trying to get through, got to get through my backlog here. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's a whole thing where I got to keep, stay ahead, which is not healthy. Yeah. Um, Sounds like RSS, you know, like, oh, man, I got all these articles to read and it's stressful. Like seeing that Gmail number, look back at me, all this stuff I have to dig through and finish Ooh. and complete. And yeah. Um, Social commentary. Yeah. On the busy lives we leave. <laughs> Too busy to experience VR. <laughs> right. <laughs> Something else I thought about doing along how, that. How, how long have we been going? Uh, a little over an hour, I think. Okay. Does that seem like uh, a... Well, do you have like a last thing you want to... So uh, I'll just mention this. Okay. Another thing I've been um, thinking about is like t- being trying to be more deliberate with my 
actions and my how I spend my time. Yes. And uh, like towards that goal, um, taking the like my home screen on my phone and only like probably taking like Twitter off of the home screen and reader for my RSS blog reading stuff. Um, basically anything that I just have muscle memory of just my finger just like, oh yeah, that, that, and like, derp, derp, derp. Um, but leave on things that I want to focus on more, like OmniFocus, which is um, <laughs> yeah, your sorting, sorting through my tasks and like making sure I'm on, I'm doing what I want to do or like what I planned on doing a little bit more. Not right. that I want to be a complete robot and like, this is what I have for today on my right. calendar, but like... You don't want to have predetermined everything right that you're going to do yes but i want a good mix right because now i almost feel like i'm predetermined to not do anything (laughs) right it's like oh yeah i'll open twitter and read that for a while yeah that next thing i know like okay i'm on to the next thing that is not under my control like i feel it's that same feeling of like not feeling like i'm in control of myself even though i physically am right i'm i feel like i am i'm like i mean i I feel like that's why you made this podcast. Yeah. To try and get some control back into your life. Ooh. Maybe. Yeah. It's definitely on that list of like, oh, I'm creating something. I'm not, I'm not just mindlessly thumbing through right. content, you know? Yeah. Which feels good. Feels mm. good to get something out there. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Let's do it. Let's get it out there. Boom. So I have this friend in England who does not have a filter. Um, a pop filter? <laughs> any filter. She's a lot of fun. Okay. Um, so she was telling me about one of her co-workers bringing in a VR headset. Mm-hmm. And she started looking around and she's like, oh yeah, this is great. This is really cool. Uh, where's all the porn? <laughs> and uh, her co-worker's like, uh, that's, I don't think that's a thing. Yeah. And she goes, that's bullshit. It's definitely (laughs) like the porn industry is at the forefront of everything. And you clearly, you have a VR headset. You're a man. You must have, you must know where all the porn is. Oh Um, man. Do you think the porn industry has figured out uh, quantum computing yet? Like ahead of everyone else? (laughs) Yeah. That's how. They have these supercomputers for really cheap. That's. Like, all, all the money actually is going to, like, improving all aspects of life. Yeah. It's such a CD. Yeah, yeah. CD catalyst. Yeah. If you call it. Yeah. <laughs> if we didn't have the military or porn, we would not have the internet. That just wouldn't be a thing. We wouldn't. We, yeah. <laughs> what if we had one and not the other? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we probably still wouldn't have the internet. Probably not. I mean, because really the military just needed a place to <laughs> put all of the porn <laughs> in case there was, you know, nuclear fallout. Right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> oh, so we, After show. we did something really nerdy. Yeah, for a change. Yeah. <laughs> we played Descent yesterday. We did. I was invited over because... You have a friend who sometimes shows up and sometimes doesn't. That's the polite way of mm. saying it, yeah. 
We love you, Lucas, but sometimes you just don't show up. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. glad I'm glad I'm <laughs> like that kind of substitute. Yeah. Second string. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, only, the only way I get invited is if <laughs> someone else doesn't show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. kind of start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Making my way in. Yeah. No, you were, um, <laughs> I said when we played, I was like, after we played, I was like, I think Matt was actually the best player. <laughs> like Everyone else was like, I don't know. There's going to be a new, you know, new player. Like we got to, maybe we'll dumb it down a little bit. I don't know. And I was like, no, I think he'll be fine. <laughs> and then I don't think you even asked like any questions. Like once we started, you're just like, yeah, okay, I'll do this. We'll do that. Like yeah, I mean, making suggestions and it doesn't have a lot of like crazy. Right. right. Um, crazy mechanics. What would you call that? A dungeon crawler? Dungeon? Yeah. Is that what, is that what it's called? Sounds weird now that I say it. Dungeon game. I don't know. Yeah. You make a dungeon. Someone plays all the monsters. Everyone mm-hmm. else plays heroes going into the dungeon. Yeah. I mean, that's a dungeon crawler. You want to get to the crawler. end of the dungeon. Okay. The crawler part was the word that was like, is that? That sounds weird. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. We, so <laughs> I hadn't played a game of Descent for like the past four or five times we hadn't won the the heroes had not won <laughs> so i was just kind of getting depressed i'm like oh man it's like it's still kind of fun but i really just want to win you know after a certain amount of time yeah and so it was nice to actually win an encounter yesterday yes yeah. that felt good we played two encounters lost the first one won the second one so mm-hmm. um i definitely it seems like they have an awful loss of encounters yeah so i imagine they can't perfectly balance all of them right it definitely felt like the first game I couldn't see us winning. Um, and the second game I couldn't really see us losing. I'm curious. I'd like to replay that first encounter that we played because there was a there was definitely a strategy that we could have taken that we mm. didn't. Um, whether or not that would have made or, you know, made us win, I don't know, but um but yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah. It's I think it's so I've played D&D once before and it was a little too far on the like imaginative spectrum for me and not enough, I don't know, Yeah, math maybe or like, not, like I guess there's a lot of math, Yeah, but like, I don't know, just a lot more story. And I was like, yeah, oh, let's just, I just want to like win the mission and like get the, right. I don't know. Um, which I don't know what that says about me. Um, because well, I think in general, also, like I think I'm, you know, I'm pretty creative, and I enjoy music and creating things in general. Right. But I don't know, maybe just that imagination, like that fantasy animation. Right. Animation, imagination, part was like a little less appealing to me. But I mean, also with all of these things, they're just setting up a framework for you to tell a story or. Mm-hmm. Um, have a shared experience right and descent just has a lot more of a framework than D &D. Mm &hmm. like D &D is very much you need to put a lot in Mm -hmm. to get anything out right whereas descent you could um concentrate on just playing the game and then by accident a story emerges yeah 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 or your yeah your personality emerges too like we We haven't, like, we've been switching up characters every other game or, like, every other time we play. We're like, oh, well, maybe we'll switch it up and... Yeah, try this one. Yeah. So it's not as much like we're in the element 
um the first the first time we played through like the original campaign Mm. um it felt a little more like we had you know identities that matched our characters because like right because we did go through a bit more of a role-playing kind of element a little bit but and it was exciting and new right yeah Yeah. but really just in a fun you know just in a passing way to like make jokes yeah not like i am this person just like oh making jokes about a dwarf who's a berserker like just i don't know yeah fun stuff um but yeah it was good to have you have you on yeah i read all of the flavor text um, yeah oh everyone made me do that um I <laughs> that def- was really exciting you you definitely blew out yeah yeah i felt like blew a harlot. water like a what harlot <laughs> <laughs> just selling my voice hey i mean you have you have the voice you have the voice i mean it's it is flattering but at the same time do you feel like you're the like yeah you're like the party trick <laughs> It's like, I'll do that thing. Yeah. Like, do that, do that trick where, oh. you, where you, you know, say things. You can swallow, <laughs> swallow a dime and cock it back up. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Matt, do it again. Do it again. Yeah. yeah. There was a point when I was like, Matt, can you just say these three words for us just to like get me? And you're like, no, I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little much. That's a line. It's like, I'll tell the, I'll read the flavor text, but then you're on your own. Yeah. Um, yeah, we appreciated that. That was fun. That may have locked you in as a, as a permanent player. Right. Um, how much uh, what would we have to do to get you to just narrate? <laughs> <laughs> like that's what the podcast turns into. You're yeah. just gonna like slyly sli- slip over a descent <laughs> manual, <laughs> and like, oh, could you just like I'm struggling. I've lost my glasses. Yeah. Could you just read this out? Yeah, I prepared a couple words. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Cool. I think that's it. I'm almost finished my beer. Uh, did you want to look at the website for the podcast? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to use so, my phone. Uh, some backstory here. Um, I, after the first episode we recorded... <laughs> I hope this is terrible. I decided to take it upon myself to, you know, somehow release this podcast to the world. So I set up a website on GitHub pages using Jekyll... Hunchpig.audio. Hunchpig.audio. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. We should... Tell our listeners where to find where to find us. Well, I mean, if they're listening to this, yeah. Well, they found us. They fa- they have found us, but but yeah. That, no, that's a good point. <laughs> but to tell other people, yeah, you can tell them to go to hunchpig. If you've dot audio, if you've enjoyed listening to um mm-hmm. to us to us to this the very second episode of ooh no it's the first it's the first episode. I'm gonna open the I'm gonna open the site. What is the definition of first? Look at it. That's a good... Like, this is a valid question in our case. I mean, it's just text. Yeah, what did you... Did you, did you expect? I don't, I don't know. I expected a pig. Yeah. I mean, pull requests are welcome. It is... <laughs> it's open source. What is it What is it using? Is it using Bootstrap? Um, the default Jekyll theme? I'm not sure what that is. Ah. Uh, it's like collapsed it, my menu, but... Yeah. I there's nothing in it. There's nothing in it. There was an about page, like in the example uh, Jekyll thing, but I took that out because... We have a Hunchpig Twitter, a Hunchpig GitHub. Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter. Ian plus... Oh. Hunchpig. Hunchpig. On Twitter. At Hunchpig. At Hunchpig. Yeah. Yep. Where you can find out... I don't know. <laughs> what what would much. we tweet about? Not much. Yeah. We'll tweet about the very first episode. Yeah. 
I mean, they could be listening to this episode and not have subscribed. So this could be oh. a call to action where we say, hey, that a- do some action. <laughs> do some- <laughs> Make an action. I mean, we'd have no idea if they did or didn't. Right. Because we have no analytics. <laughs> well, we have, yeah, we have S3 logs, but I don't know how to read them. They're like, I don't know how to There's read a bunch them. of files. <laughs> I'm just imagining like the, yeah, you bringing that up on your monitor and then just like rubbing your cheek against it. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to read. I don't. Like, well, it's, yeah, it creates the like hundreds of these 300 byte files that I don't. I don't know. They don't make 300 bytes. Or, yeah, just really small files. That's really... Um, it makes no sense to me. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Does that just mean that, like, no one's... There's nothing? I, um... Maybe? Hmm. Well, that's... I think that's part of the benefit of having the Twitter account, is that we can even more uh. indirectly gauge <laughs> what... We like I, I. It's a common problem I've heard about. Is yeah. like, it's actually hard to do podcast oh, analytics. Fucking hell! There was loads I wanted to talk about. There's a guy who mm. is Ian 2.0. Yeah. Who I was expecting to see here today instead of you. Well, how do you know that you haven't? What? Yeah. This is where I rip my face off, like Mission Impossible style. Yeah. Like what? Wait, that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, it would make sense. Um. Yeah. So save that for next time. Yep. I finished my beer. So. I think we're going to have more episodes. Oh, another question. Mm. What do you think the average um, number of episodes is for a podcast? Oh, I'd say like 200. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, okay. So let's, no let's say, let's say take all of the iTunes submitted podcasts like i i want us which includes us you know like podcasts like ours i want us to be extraordinary so i'm going to say so that's exactly average right yeah one no it's above above average oh okay so one there's one podcast what would you call below average in that same using those same wow like extra what's the opposite of extra um (laughs) diminished yeah, but that does, that's not a prefix. Extraordinary. Um, I mean, extra is not really a prefix. Well, okay. In this context. It's its own word. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Till next time. Yep. <laughs>